0: Whether you're on the quest to find the love of your life or you're already in a committed relationship with your significant other, stay tuned for my laws of attraction for fostering real love. This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. On my show, I cover all kinds of topics from what I learned in my past life as a magazine cover girl, to my life now as a competitive athlete, where I run fast and far winning races, and chasing big dreams as a runner here in New York City. Today's show is about one of my favorite topics, love, so stay tuned to hear what I have to share on finding and keeping the one. But first, a quick announcement. Have you ever wanted to run with me in person? Good news, you can, and you have some options. If you're looking to improve your speed and stamina, Sign up for Track Class, a group fitness run that I co-host with Run Coach Allie here in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. If an easy recovery run is more what you're craving, come to my recovery shuffle runs on Thursdays that start and end at the Fix Studio in Manhattan. For both of these runs, each week, no pace is too slow, and it's open to all runner abilities. Register in the link in my show notes, and I hope to see you there. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we are talking about the laws of attraction, or things that I think are crucial to having these kinds of special romantic connections with someone else, and how to use that energy to enrich your quality of life. I've seen a lot in my day, both personal experiences and things I've seen with friends, having had some long-term relationships and dated, as well as having significant single time… And I've been figuring out what works and what doesn't. I know what I want, but so often I see the people around me settle and compromise their needs to stay with someone just because the fear of not having a person is greater than the discomfort of being in a crummy relationship. And what a shame that is. I think that we all deserve to have the one or to find love, give and receive love, Because it's pretty great and I think everyone should have that opportunity. So I truly think that if you cling to these main values that I'm about to share with you, you will then not be able to be stuck with the wrong person. And you'll have the strength to hold your own and reclaim your power and ultimately find the person that is meant to be with you. And so yeah. Without further ado, here are my four most important things to value in order to have healthy, happy, love in your life with someone else. So number one um, is this idea that this person that you are seeing or that you hope to meet and see um, will complement who you are. So here you are, you exist in this world, you're doing your thing, you're on your path, And that person is just a complement to it. So your dreams and your goals are something that are unique to you. And only you can know what you're striving after, what you're trying to build or create, and what makes you happy. And that person that you're dating or maybe you're already with should complement that and just add to it. Meaning… Say, you know, I guess a good example is just to use myself, but um say I'm getting really excited about a race and I'm training and training and training. I would hope that the person that I'm with would compliment that and maybe add little little bits of excitement to it as in maybe they're even just someone that I can bounce off of and talk about it with and even if it has nothing to do with running, but be the person to have the downtime in between the hard training sessions to unwind and laugh and fulfill my my life in other aspects to make it so that when I'm training for that race, um, I feel more relaxed and rested and excited to attack. And within my life, um, I think about those kinds of relationships that, you know, the positive ones, maybe they didn't work out for whatever reason, but the complementing uh, whatever I was going after is something that's just so important to having that positive, healthy kind of relationship that at least I know, I really think is important. So uh, complimenting who you are is number one. Number two is for me, these are, these are kind of like my, my laws of attraction, by the way, um, if you can't tell, but I really think that they can apply to a lot of people. So that was just a little disclaimer. But number two uh, is motivate and inspire you. So I really believe that the person that you're with romantically – While it's important to have this physical, almost primal, romantic connection um, that you're into that person, but that also they push you and motivate you to spring out of bed and be on your path and going after the thing that you want to be doing. Because I think sometimes we get sucked into these relationships or situationships, I should say, (laughs) where the person... Uh, just wants to like lay around with you all day or just like be lazy and you know there's a time and a place for that but I think that the real um the thing that's just like going to ignite something inside of you and make you love someone in such a deep way is to have um somebody who sparks that joy and curiosity in your own goals and fuels the fire. So you know for me I guess that would mean if you know, if I'm chasing, I always go back to running, but if I'm chasing a big running goal, having someone who kind of like pushes that and says, hey, like, yeah, you're you're striving for the Olympic trials, but what if you, uh, what if you went even bigger than that and you did this and this and this, you know, or, oh, hey, I noticed you're really working on your video production because this is something that's actually true in my life is like I'm trying to get more um, savvy with the video side of instead of just shooting stills and um you know, having someone kind of ignite that a little bit and say, "Well, you could do this," and like, "How about this?" and like, "Look at this lens," or "What if you had your camera work like this?" You know, and having somebody who inspires inspires you as you're on your own path. Um, so, yeah, number two was motivate and inspire. Number three is um, makes you feel at peace instead of having worry. I think this is huge and I think that if people um, look at their relationship and they go, does my partner make me feel peaceful or do they make me feel sad or worried or um, any kind of feelings that just kind of bring you down. And I say this because sometimes in the beginning we, we we get tethered to somebody and we forget that relationships are supposed to be positive. And they're not supposed to be uh, sad and scary and jealousy and all the like negative stuff that pops up. Because uh, I don't know, I've had, I've had a lot of people in my life, this is kind of a weird thing to say, but I've had a, a lot of men in my life tell me, um, well, it's not supposed to be fun all the time or like we're supposed to fight and like that's what relationships are or something. And I just look at them and I go, no, I'm... No, I don't want to fight. Like, I'm not a fighter. I just, I don't have that. And I don't, I will, I walk away from, it's not that I'm not confrontational, but I just truly don't think that relationships need to have that kind of um, dynamic. But it's so tempting because we see it everywhere. We see um, it on TV and we just see these like fighting kind of dynamics and stuff. And I just really want to practice and hold peace in my heart And have that with like trickle down into my relationships. Even just like romantic and friendships. I think just having peace with how you talk, how you act, how you behave. um, I think that's so important in like love. Because when you are feeling your most at peace, you have the ability to love in such a deep way. One thing that my dad said to me, rest in peace, a long time ago, probably about a decade ago was that you sleep the deepest when you're in love. And I remember thinking about this like you do or like what What does that even mean? But I truly think that that has to do with this kind of peaceful state of when you're in love and you're not worrying and you're not stressed, you can fall asleep better. And I actually think that it's it's funny because I've noticed this in my own life where if I feel that kind of like, peaceful love even if it's love with myself like if I feel like a good sense of love in my life whether it's with myself or you know with a person it I do sleep better and so I think that there is something to be said about having that kind of harnessing of peace as you're in this thing with someone else and the second that it isn't that and it's like worry and stress and all the negative stuff that's when I don't know it's time to take a second look at that relationship and the last thing um, to value in order to have a healthy, happy relationship is uh, general respect. And um, there's a saying in the in the yoga tradition, which is Namaste. Everybody knows this Namaste, Namaste, Namaste. I'm a white girl saying Namaste, <laughs> but um, but really, what this means is the highest form of me is bowing to the highest form of you, and that is the most. That's like the ultimate form of respect. And so I think about that in relationships, uh, romantic and non, but in this context, romantic, where you have to have this sense of respect for the person that you're with, where you could at any moment you could walk away and be like, okay, yeah, maybe we're not right for each other, but I really respect you and I want to always hold that at the, at the forefront. And even if they do things that are disrespectful, like say, you know, they're texting some other girl or they're like making you feel uncomfortable or they say that you're not good enough for them or something like kind of mean, if you still just respect the highest form of them or the person that you, you know, see them as underneath all of the superficial secular stuff, I think that will help you behave in a respectful way. So I know for me... um, I try really, really, really hard to just see that and say, okay, like I want to respect this person. And sometimes that even gives you the clarity to walk away if it's not meant to be, if it's not supposed to be that kind of relationship. And actually, I have a fifth thing. And since it's my show, I can just make up things as I think of them. But, um, one thing that I thought of was how to determine if it's healthy, um, healthy excitement versus toxic infatuation is if it didn't work out. If you just think to yourself, okay, if this doesn't work out tomorrow and this person is suddenly with somebody else, could you be happy for them? And um, I know that's a really weird way to think about it, but it's something that I do to practice this like non-attachment or not getting too ahead of myself in assigning what things should go down Um if you're dating someone or something. But like this idea that, okay, this person on their own without you, would you want them to be happy in their life? And if you could picture someone else with them and they were happy, could you be happy? And I think about that and I'm like, yeah, objectively, um I yeah I would want this person to be happy but at the same time uh, if you feel like you can't say say you're like no 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 I could never be happy I would feel so hurt if they're with someone else and blah 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 I think that's a sign of more of an infatuation lust situation and not actually like loving this person and seeing them for something outside of what they are with you and I think that that is the beginning uh, or just like loving someone in that way that's the beginning to have a foundation for a real long lasting relationship or something that you can really grow and build and who knows, even like start a family and have a dog and all the things that people do. Uh like farther further down <laughs> on the line. I haven't gotten to that that step yet <laughs> of like having a dog with someone. But the idea is um I I believe this. And I think that as I've unpacked this stuff for myself and share it with others uh, I truly try to live by it and I think that it's kind of elevated the way I see relationships and it makes it a little more positive because you know you hear so many stories about dating being hard and horrible and awful and relationships suck and men are awful and blah 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 and I don't want to fall into that trap even though I mean I'm a little bit older I'm 33 I've been around the block I've been divorced you know all that I believe in love and I want to continue to feel that optimistic excitement about love. And um, I think that this idea of like letting things build gradually and slowly and healthy, it's so important. And I also think that in the beginning phases, as you're determining things and you hold on to these values that I just shared, these five things, it makes it that much more um, rich. And it makes you very much savor those moments as you're getting to know someone because you're like, oh, okay, like I respect this highest person of you that I'm seeing and your uh, dreams and, you know, just like you seek out the things that you or are, are holding as values for yourself. At least that's what I try to do. So I hope that you enjoyed this little ramble with myself about the five values that I think are really important for healthy relationships. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming back to the show. Uh, Tune in for more. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Lucy Beatrix, L-U-C-I-E-B-E-A-T-R-I-X. Hit me up there. And until next time, just be fast, just win.